Welcome to the Shenanigans Podcast. Alright, 20th episode of the podcast. Welcome ladies and gents to the Shenanigans Podcast, artist edition with Ashana Sumazura. My name is Ashana Sumazura and today I am joined by rising self-proclaimed sexistential pop artist Brad Stank. Brad Stank is a Liverpool-based musician with popular tracks such as OTD, Pondweed and Flirting in Space. Brad actually released an album called Kinky Yom recently, so make sure you go and stream it. After you finish listening to this episode of the podcast, though, of course. Welcome, Brad Stank, to the podcast. Okay, cool. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Shane Anigans podcast. Today, I am joined by Brad Stank. So, um... Are we going by uh, Bradley or Brad or I don't Brad. know what you want to go by? Brad? Brad. Okay, yeah, cool. Sure. Uh, okay, so <laughs> today me and Brad will be talking about um, his like sorts of influences, some of his favorite lyrics that he's written, a song that he wishes he's made, etc, etc. Uh, let's just get right into it. So as always, we start off with a joke because I mean, Brad, you, you've listened to the podcast before, of course. <laughs> so yeah. So, um, yeah, we always start off with a joke, so uh, just it's like a little icebreaker kind of thing. So, I was on the phone with my wife and said, I'm almost home. Honey, please put the coffee maker on. After a 20-second pause, I asked, you still there, sweetheart? She replied, yeah, but I don't think the coffee maker wants to talk right now. <laughs> right <on>. Okay. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, nice. no, no. Like, as always, I just got that off Reddit, like, I don't know, maybe 20 <laughs> the podcast starts. I always forget to, <laughs> I always forget to do it. But anyway, um, let's just get right into it. I should probably put my mask on, actually. No, I don't need a mask to do it. Okay, never mind, forget that. <laughs> okay, uh, let's just get right into it. So, um, how was your journey here? How was your journey to um, to Skype to um, to discuss the thing? How was your journey? It was good, man. I came all the way from my window. Just oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good. Um, on my like uh, on my wheelie chair. So it's good fun. Good fun. That's pretty lit. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> all right. So all right. Let's get really into it. Though. Um, so you've mentioned before, right? Um, when I was doing my research and all of that, that your stage name Brad Stank was just something that uh, you thought sounded funny at the time, mm-hmm. and um, it kind of stuck. But if you could, would you ever change it to something else? Uh, maybe, maybe. Like, because I, I think I think it. I don't know. Maybe not though. Like, I like it. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I always have ideas of like what I could change it to as well. Yeah, yeah, I get you. I thought about changing it to uh, be thankful for a little bit. That's a pretty um, cool name. Which is like. Um, Obviously, it's kind of like be stank as well, yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. rhymes. Um, so I can't, yeah, maybe like a DJ name or something. Be thankful. Uh, be, be stankful sounds pretty good. Be stankful. Yeah, that's be thankful <laughs> as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. So probably, yeah. probably not. Probably not. I think I'll keep it forever now. 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, because I know that like some artists, right? Like I don't know. I think Childish Gambino and maybe um, Alex Turner, you know, from Arctic Monkeys. Mm. They like sometimes in interviews, people will call them by their name, and they're just like, uh, like you can see them kind of cringe a little bit when uh, when they get called by their stage name. But you know, um, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, coming yeah. from you. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so your genre, right? It kind of, it kind of like blends a whole bunch of genres together, if you get what I mean. And um, I'm honestly, I've spent quite a bit of time thinking about what your genre in particular would be, because um, you've got a very, I don't know, a very kind of uh, gravelly tone, I guess, in your voice. I don't know if it's been described like that before. That's a compliment, by the way. <laughs> All right, cool. If it's the uh, if it's the genre, uh, if it's your tone really well, but what would yeah. you say that your genre is? Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a hard one. I think I think um, I've been I've been talking about this with like my friends and stuff quite a bit recently. Yeah. Because um, obviously, I, when I was first putting the music out, I put like this sex essential pop thing on there, yeah. um, which I think it was quite a good idea. Because then that like sort of allows me to do anything that I want, sort of thing, and it's all sort of like under that umbrella of like sex essential pop. Um, so yeah, I've, I've, I try not to think about it too much, really. Um, but I guess it'd be like a mix of sort of R and B and indie, if uh, if you wanted to like really put something, put like a name to it, you know. That's pretty cool. Um, but then, yeah, there's, there's obviously like a lot of different influences in there and stuff. So, um, yeah, it's something I try not to think about too much because it can get a bit like, I wouldn't want to like pigeonhole myself into doing like one certain thing. You know? um, so, yeah, that's so sex essential pop is what I would call it. And okay. uh, yeah, I think I think it's a nice idea to give your music like its own sort of genre. So yeah. that you can have that sort of freedom to to play with all different kinds of styles and stuff like that, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Because, like, you know, not I, I can't really think of a few artists off the top of my head who would fall into that genre, you know. Um, so, yeah, I think it's good to be unique, especially in this day and age where everything sort of sounds, you know, pretty similar. <laughs> stuff on the radio just sounds pretty similar. And it's, it's difficult to rise above all of the... Um, I don't know, uh, all of the watered-down yeah. stuff that, that yeah, there's played. You know? There's, like, too many words now for music, I think. You know, there's, like, too many genres and stuff. Yeah. Um, where it just becomes a bit, like, pointless in a way. Yeah. Um, and obviously, like, you know, Mac DeMarco? Yeah, yeah, I know Mac he, DeMarco. Like, he called his stuff, like, jizz jazz and stuff. Um, you know, Fair which enough. Is like, which is like stupid at the time, obviously, but then like now you've got all these like kids trying to do like jizz jazz. You know? yeah, yeah. So I think it's like a nice idea to give it its own name when you're making music and yeah, just makes it a bit easier, you know. Okay, so you fall under the slacker pop or slacker jazz genre. So mm. I was wondering, would you say that back in high school or just in school, uni or wherever, you were a bit of a slacker yourself, or were you? <laughs> um, <laughs> were like, what what kind of demographic did you fall into when you were back in school? Yeah, I was big slacker, man. 
especially later on in uni and stuff like that. Um, big, big slacker, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think, I, yeah, I've always been a bit of like a, a lazy kind of guy. Um, all the you know teachers at school would always be like, oh, Brad could do really well if he just like actually put some effort in and all this kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. I get that. Um, yeah. Which I probably could have done, but I was, I just, yeah, couldn't be bothered really. I don't know why. Um, we were always just like interested in other things, I guess. Was that? Yeah, I was just obsessed with music really, you know, and then like, so I was the kind of guy that was going like, remember when I did my GCSEs? I'd revise like on the morning of the exam or whatever, you know, from like <laughs> for like yeah. for like twenty minutes. And then the only A I got in GCSD was like geography, purely because I'd read the right thing right before the exam. Oh yeah. <laughs> it, like came up on the exam and I was like, oh sick, I've literally just read about this. Um lit, to be honest. Well, I say that's lit, it was the only A. <laughs> yeah. It was so lucky, it was so lucky. Yeah. Um so yeah, I would definitely say I was Big slacker in school, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, like, okay, so what did you do in uni then? Because if you were a slacker, like, did you do something that related to music or was it like... Yeah, I did, I did music, yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, I'm sure that uni isn't going to actually watch this, so... <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't really enjoy the course too much. Uh, and I was, like, playing in a few bands and stuff. Um, and I kind of, I just used the time to like meet people and like sort of listen to loads of music all the time. So like, instead of going into the classes and stuff, you know, I'd just sit and like on YouTube, like finding music and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, I get, um, I get that. Cause I mean, I see people always debating about uni being like social hour or whatever, but you know, or um, get or being mainly for getting a degree, but I don't see why it can't be both. You know, mm. like why mm. can't? Because if I'm paying nine thousand pounds a year for <laughs> for a degree, I'm going to spend some time meeting some people and making the most of that nine thousand pounds. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, sure. how, <laughs> yeah. how old are you? Uh, I'm nineteen, so I okay. you're at uni now. <laughs> I should be. I think uni is like. I think it's even. I think it's probably more important to like. You know, it's it's part of like growing up and all that kind of stuff, you know, and like meeting new people, um, and having like the time away from home and all that kind of thing. So that's how I saw it. I thought that I think that side of it was more valuable to me than you know, um, learning like because it, it, I was doing like songwriting lessons and it's hard to teach songwriting, you know. Yeah, I get that. The, the best way to learn to, how to write songs is to just listen to loads of music basically um yeah so doing music yeah it was a bit of a bit of a slacker degree to be fair anyway and then uh yeah just was more interested in actually playing in bands and all that kind of thing so yeah i'm glad i glad i went to uni but the actual degree sort of means nothing yeah i get i I mean you know it's it, it seems to be working out for you. You're getting you're getting yeah. a lot of monthly listeners, well, a good amount of monthly listeners, especially for your genre on Spotify. So, yeah, yeah you know, it's it's working out, but... Um, yeah, I can't complain, man. Can't yeah, exactly. Uh, have there been any experiences in your life which have directly influenced writing up a song? Um, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, 
I think all all my songs are sort of um, you know based on like real things, but maybe like a bit exaggerated or something. Yeah. Um, so yeah, loads. Um, I remember like if you know the song OTD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, one of your most popular, isn't it? Yeah. So that was sort of just written when I was um, my girlfriend at the time was like away for the summer. Yeah. Um, and that was sort of just completely I mean there's only like four lines in it anyway but that was like very directly about that situation um, and then like some stuff on the new album as well is like um, sort of inspired by um, the guys from hers you know yeah hers. yeah yeah I'm, um, I've I know of them yeah I think I've listened to their music a bit yeah so I was like really good friends with them so like a couple of songs on the Kinky Om album, so it's sort of about that as well. Um, but yeah, they're all, they're all sort of based on real stuff. You know. um, yeah, a lot of a lot of ideas from books as well. Okay, um, like like a lot of reading um, and sort of taking little lines from there, or like how a certain book influenced me or whatever. You know. Yeah. Um, um... What did what did your girlfriend think of OTD? Actually, what what was like? Did she like the song herself? Or? Yeah, I think she, I think so. Yeah. Fair um, enough. That's the main goal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, that's the thing. It was it was supposed to, like I just made it for her originally, uh, and then I was just putting stuff on SoundCloud and stuff at the time, um, and then when Flirting in Space came out, um, like people started listening to OTD as well. Yeah. So it was. Ne- I never released it to be like you know. It's like now my probably my most popular song on Spotify and stuff. Yeah. Um. So it, that was never really the intention. It was just like make a little romantic song for this girl, you know. That's nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like this sweet story about this song, but um, I think yeah, I think she liked it at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Wow, that's actually really wholesome, you know. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. Uh, this is this is kind of a different one. What's your favorite thing about Liverpool? Um, I mean, it, it probably wouldn't be the accents I'm guessing, but <laughs> what's uh, what's your favorite thing I, about Liverpool? I love the accent, you know. Really? Yeah. I mean, you kind of have to. I've been here for ages now, so it's yeah. uh, it's definitely grown on me. Um, I'm always trying to do like a Scouse accent and stuff. Yeah. Uh, not very well. Um, but yeah, so I don't know, everything really. I, I think it's, it, it's, um, I do think it's one of the best cities in the country for sure. Um, it's just, it's like, it's small enough where, are you in London? Are uh, you? No, I, I actually used to be. I grew up sort of in the South London area, but I'm in Cardiff right now, so... Oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah, I've never spent much time in Cardiff, but, like, compared to London, Liverpool is, like, really small. Yeah. Um, so, especially, like, in the music scene and stuff, it's sort of, um, you know, no matter what kind of genre or, like, kind of music you're making, it's quite, like, close-knit, like... Yeah, because there's a few... There's quite a few artists from Liverpool, actually, I think. There's... Um, like a few indie artists that sort of fall um, into the cluster of, you know, your genre or yeah, yeah. The, de- the demographic that your listeners fall into, I guess. Yeah, know? yeah, sure. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, like Strawberry Guy. Do you know Strawberry Guy? I think I've heard of him. Yeah. Um, Pizza Girl. It was like both. They're both good friends of mine. And then there's, yeah. there's, there's there's a lot of stuff going on that's not really like, um, probably a bit like underappreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this label called Eggy Records that are re- putting out like really good stuff all the time. Yeah. Um, and you know, you, it's the kind of thing where in Liverpool, you can go out to the to the pub and like bump into like the whole Liverpool like music scene basically. That's pretty um, cool. So that's really nice. That's probably one of my most favourite things about it. You know, is that you can just um, it's really easy to sort of meet people and. Everyone's really nice and like very welcoming and all that kind of thing, you know. I need uh, to get to Liverpool soon then, because you're you're really bigging it up, you know. Yeah, Walking no, it's good though. And seeing, the, and seeing the whole Liverpool music scene, I need to I need to yeah. get down there. I mean, maybe that's a bit of an exaggeration, but you know, yeah. everyone everyone's friends. That's what I mean. And it's like, um, you know, good parties and good cheap cheap alcohol mostly. Yeah. And um, it's just a it's just a really nice like nice vibe as well, like being on the water. Obviously, you've got the history of the Beatles and like the football as well. Don't know if you're into football. It's a big part of like Liverpool, you know. It's uh, it's just a really good city. I think I can't really imagine myself moving out anytime soon, you know. So yeah, yeah. Okay, that leads me on to my next question. Actually, um, what's the main goal for your career? Are you looking to be globally known, or is it more of a close-knit Liverpool kind of thing that you're looking into or that you're aiming for? Um, I don't know, to be honest. I'm, I try not to really think about that too much. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I just I just want to make music that I like. You know, I want to get better um, and sort of feel like I'm getting better at what I do all the time and, uh, you know, make some good friends out of it. And uh, I, I definitely wouldn't want to be like, super famous you know not yeah, kind of yeah. like Ed Sheeran or like Kanye or something <laughs> um, yeah I know like it's just too heavy like it's it's like a completely different world you know yeah exactly like I mean <laughs> the way people get so heavily scrutinized for everything on the internet like I saw some mm. tweet I saw some tweet about Ed Sheeran being married or having a child or something like that mm. and someone was like this guy right here showing like a really unflattering picture of Ed Sheeran with like clothes that didn't fit him at all at, like mm. some award ceremony they were like this guy right here has had sex and you haven't and honestly <laughs> that just <laughs> my yeah. chest man yeah. oh my chest it was it it hit me it hit me really hard because uh, I mean I'm yeah, a, Christian, a so that's kind of like out of the picture anyway but still <laughs> yeah sure it's the principle you know <laughs> nah, yeah, it's heavy though like even you know Ed Sheeran I'm sure he doesn't really care but you know like you, you got like the newspapers posting is like whenever he gets like a new conservatory on his house or something yeah. it's like in the news and like you know obviously Kanye is a good example of like I, I, I really like Kanye a lot and I think like the whole fame thing like he's gone so rich and famous yeah. that it's sort of maybe been sort of detrimental to him you know and like his life isn't like his life anymore yeah uh it's like everyone else's life you know honestly 
I just I, I just think they need to free Kanye because like this is really looking like the sequel to Get Out or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like they need to free yeah. him up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my days. But at the same time, like yeah, it's like we shouldn't we shouldn't have to care about Kanye's private life, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but it's obviously yeah. So I yeah never want to be like that famous, you know. Yeah. But I'm, I'm actually I'm really happy with where I'm at now. To be fair, um, and I think you've got to have some like ambition to go a bit further, obviously. But um, just to be able to sort of make a living from doing music is sort of the that was the dream when I was a kid, you know. So yeah, um, I mean, do you get recognised on the street yourself? Sometimes um, in Liverpool, yeah. Um, I actually had this this kid come up to me like a couple of weeks ago in, yeah. in, in Liverpool um, and was like, oh, you're Brad Stan, can't you? Yeah, and I was like, yeah. And then he just started talking about my old band that I was in um, for ages. He was like, what's going on with the old band? And I was like, I don't know, man. I'm not, I'm not like, <laughs> I'm not in the old band anymore. So, yeah. Um, but yeah. If I do, it's normally really sweet, you know, everyone's like very nice and uh, doesn't happen very often really, but in yeah. Liverpool a little bit and um, yeah, I don't know, not really anywhere else to be fair, but I don't go other places, especially like this year, I've not really been anywhere else um, apart from Liverpool, so yeah, um, yeah it'd be interesting because like a lot of my listener listeners on Spotify and stuff is like over in the States. Yeah. Um, so it'd be interesting to go there. I think, and uh, I, I don't think I'd be getting recognised in the street. <laughs> Maybe a little bit more than in England. I don't know. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Yeah, no. Nah, honestly, I think they'd be doing like some serious double takes because, like, what's this guy from Liverpool doing, <laughs> doing in like Memphis, Tennessee, or whatever? You know. Okay. Next question. What's the bigger message you want to bring through your artistry? Is there um, a message that every song? sort of brought together brings out or is there just um is every song its own thought i guess is every song its own concept no i, I would say there's some sort of like um thing like running through all of it i guess yeah um especially on the new album um which was I, I talked about it a little bit on the on Eternal Slowdown as well, but it's definitely more sort of like spiritually, like trying to push some sort of like spirituality side, yeah. Um, which is I found really interesting, you know, because I was I was re been reading a lot of like Eastern religious stuff, yeah, um, like Hinduism and Buddhism and all this kind of stuff, and like really getting into it a lot. Um, so the idea for the album was to sort of talk about how, like, I, I really want to get into this kind of thing, but at the same time I'm like this, because like I, I was raised atheist and stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's that sort of talking about how I find this these ideas really beautiful, but um, like as like a Western guy, um, you know, it's kind of like hard to sort of fully get into it or whatever you know yeah i understand that like when you're raised with a certain mindset it's difficult to um it's difficult to 
push that to the side, I guess, and mm. read into something else wholeheartedly. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's definitely the sort of and like sort of um, that's like as well like sort of sex as like a spiritual thing as well, which is, runs through a lot of the tunes. I think where I think something that really interests me is trying to combine like or trying to use like double double meaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I love that in music. Yeah, it's like you know, especially ones that you don't understand straight away, but then a few listens later, you're like, yo, that was yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I love double entendres, but um, okay, so that covers that. What's the song you think you wish you'd made though? So, um, I know that you listen to the Pixies and Nirvana, or sorry, no, Pixies, not the Pixies, Pixies and yeah. <laughs> Nirvana and people like that. What's the song that you wish you had made? Um, that's such a, that's such a question. There's so many. Yeah. Um, cause like you could obviously say like, uh, <laughs> I don't know, like what's, what's the, What's the most famous song of all time? <laughs> Happy birthday, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. If you could make money off that, yeah. yeah. Like maybe like um, you know, like a. I don't know. There's, there's so many where like you could just say it because it would have made you like loads of money. You know? Yeah. Um, but also, there's a song called um, "Now Is Better Than Before" by Jonathan Richmond that's one of my favorite songs ever that's just like really beautiful yeah um and i kind of wish kind of wish that i'd written that like i wish i could write something like that you know yeah um so yeah something like that something like one of those songs that kind of makes you want to cry you know um so yeah i'll say that now is better than before Jonathan yeah, I I haven't heard that song myself, so yeah, you've given me given me a bit of homework there. Yeah, but, check um, it out. Check it out. Yeah. Listeners, check it out. Check it out. <laughs> Listeners, check it out. <laughs> um, all right. So, do you ever listen to your own music? No. No, really. <laughs> you think that's weird or something? Because um, I know it's it's a really polarizing topic for some artists with, um, mm. about listening to, listening to their own music. Mm. Uh, why not? Just um, mainly because you hear it so like while you're making it, you hear it so much, um, and then once it's out, you kind of want to. You know, I listen to a lot of my music that I'm working on now. Yeah. Uh, that like isn't out. You know. Um, but also, I don't know. I don't know why it is. Um, just not really interested, you know. I think when, once you like put something out, I want to listen to other stuff, other people's music to kind of get inspiration for the next stuff or whatever, you know. Okay. Um, he here's a question: Do you listen to artists similar to yourself? Then, if you don't listen to your own music, um, some, some, but I, not really, to be fair. Um, Listen to a lot of like hip hop and stuff and like crazy jazz, um, and like I, I really like a lot of like, the old jazz standards. You know, like uh, I, I love listening to like Chet Baker, and Billie Holiday, Nina Simone, yeah. all those kind of like vocal jazz people. 
Um, so yeah, no, I, I, I try to keep up with like new stuff, um, and you know, like people that are doing the same sort of thing as me. But um, sometimes it just it can make you feel a bit like a bit rubbish. You know, if you're like listening to someone else in like there's a lot of people that listen to me listen to this guy or girl or whatever yeah and you think it's amazing and you get a bit like oh i wish i could like why didn't why didn't i do that or something yeah yeah i get you yeah so i I tend to listen to just a lot of old stuff really what's the meaning behind the pond weed euphemism (laughs) because what what led you to that euphemism there that's that's a hell of a euphemism so what's the meaning behind that um, it's just, I mean, I don't know if you smoke weed. You said you were uh, before, so maybe not. Let's not get into that. <laughs> let's focus on you. All right, okay. <laughs> but, um, but back home, when I was like, you know, 16, when I was getting into smoking weed and stuff. Yeah. Um, whenever we get like a really shit bag of weed. Uh, can I swear? Yeah? Yeah, sure, yeah. So like you get like this like a shit bag of weed. It's like all damp and like gross. And we just say it was like we just used to call it pond weed. Um, and then yeah, that that's where it came from basically. So it just it just means just means really bad weed. So why is the girl in the song smoking pond weed then? What, what's she getting? Because because that was that was the point. Is like uh we're smoking this shit weed together, but you know it's uh it's it's nice. Uh, cause it, you know, cause you're together, you know. That's like, actually, yeah, okay. Kind of like, trying like to be romantic. <laughs> yeah, I trying like to that. Be romantic, really. but also it's a bit of like a, it's a bit of an anti-weed song as well, really, because like the lyrics are sort of like, you're smoking all this crap weed and you end up becoming like a bit of a shit um, boyfriend or something, you know, because you you just like smoking this rubbish. Yeah. Um, and it kind of messes with your head or whatever. So yeah, it's kind of like a it's like an anti-smoking weed song, but then all the stoners absolutely love it. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's weird. yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of gone against the grain, I guess. But yeah, yeah sure. against the intended point. But still, I like the song myself. It's a good song. Nice one. Um, okay. So that brings us to our next segment of the podcast. Our last segment. Would you rather, just to sort of ease things out, um, yeah, would you rather? All right, so, this is the point where if I would, I would have some kind of, like, intro music to it, but at this point, I I just, (laughs) I haven't gone around to it yet, I need to do it. Um, Okay, so, would you rather always smell like farts or have no eyebrows? Oh my god. Can you draw? Can you draw on? Can you draw eyebrows on? In this no. situation, no, you can't. Oh my god, that's that's hard. That probably probably uh, no eyebrows, I guess. Really, but then you'd like be going against your your stage name, you know. <laughs> when I saw that yesterday, I was like, "Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's bad." Thank himself. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want to stink of farts though. Yeah, you know, you, you always smell of farts, which you know, like, you probably probably have no friends by the end of 
that episode, honestly. Like, sometimes, right, I might forget to spray, like, a bit of perfume or whatever, or forget to put deodorant on or something, and I'm just like, man, I know I probably don't stink right now, but I still feel like I'm doing a disservice to everyone. Like, how is it, right? How is it? Because I work at a shop. How is it that it's illegal to go out smelling like actual garbage? This one time I was there, this family, this entire family came through absolutely stinking of pits. Like, I was I was shook. What's it? <laughs> I was I was legit. I was about to go point them to the health and beauty aisle with all the shower gels and all that. Because we have a white array there, and it's like, how is there so so? How are there so many different varieties of that kind of stuff, mm. and you still manage to stink? What's going on? What's not clicking here? <laughs> yeah, it's weird, isn't it? I think you know, smelling good makes you feel good. So yeah, I I definitely rather have no eyebrows. I think. Yeah, I think I think same to be honest. Um, so, if you couldn't do music, right? So I, I'd say there's probably three main elements of entertainment: music, comedy, and acting. So let's say somehow you can't do music anymore, like your arms and legs get chopped off or something, and and you lose the ability to sing. I don't know. Not thinking about it too much. Would you rather do comedy or acting? Wow. Um... Probably, probably comedy. Yeah, but I'm not. I couldn't do it though. Uh, but I can't act either. Yeah. So, but I think it'd probably be more worthwhile to be able to make people laugh, you know, rather than playing like super serious uh, acting roles or something. So, yeah, comedy. I'll go comedy. Yeah, no, that's a solid choice. Honestly, I think I'd choose comedy as well. Um, yeah. I just, I don't know. I like telling stories and making people laugh, so, you know. Yeah, for sure. Okay, here's one. Would you rather collaborate with Kurt Cobain from Nirvana? So let's say he just, I don't know, didn't die, or he's come back to life for one final song, <laughs> um, or Black Francis from Pixies. Oh, wow. Um... That's a heavy one. Probably, probably Black Francis, yeah, from Pixies. Fair enough. Just because I think he, he's, they've probably had more influence on what I do than Nirvana. Yeah. Uh, although I was like the biggest Nirvana fan when I was like 13, 14. Um, but yeah, musically, probably Pixies is like a bit more interesting. So yeah. go Pixies. Okay. Um, solid choice. I've never actually really listened to the Pixies a whole to Pixies the whole a whole lot, but mm. um, yeah, I'll definitely take a look at them after this. Um, the album, uh, the album Do Little, Do Little is really good. Check it out. Do Little, okay. Um, okay, would you? Okay, last one. Would you rather be eaten by crocodiles or one hundred random strangers be eaten by crocodiles? <laughs> Man. <laughs> Um, It's got to be me, hasn't it? It's got to be me. Ah, man. I'm probably going to get cancelled for this. (laughs) You'd rather have a hundred random strangers? I don't... I mean, I'd I'd consider... I, I think I might say me in the end, but I'd have to take a good while to say it. 
like maybe a week or something just to take yeah. a lap prepare I myself mean, for this you know no one no one wants to be in by crocodiles but yeah, true. um yeah i think you'd have to save like the, the, depends who they are maybe yeah but, exactly. uh, if it's completely random then you get people from all walks of life you know yeah nah it'd have to be me i think for sure yeah I which guess. is sad thanks for thanks for that question yeah, this was that was a pretty bad one to end on. <laughs> uh, okay, now I've I've actually got one more question. This is sort of like a self promote, do whatever question. Um, you are heard by everyone on earth right now. Um, for ten seconds, what do you have to say? Wow. Um, listen to my album, Kinky, <laughs> and. Uh, and take it easy and uh, be nice and uh, do the best that you can possibly do. There we go. That was was really wholesome. That's uh, that's putting me on the spot there. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, I think I'd probably promote my own stuff if I I was being (laughs) seen by like, what, 8 billion people? Mm. Then I'd I'd probably promote my own stuff. Okay, Brad Stank, it's been a pleasure having you on the Shane Anigans podcast. Um, Thanks for inviting me. Oh, no problem, yeah. Um, okay, so listeners, make sure you go listen to Brad Stank's new album, Kinky, Kinky, Kinky Love. Om. Om. Sorry, pardon? Kinky Om. Kinky Om. Yeah. Make sure you guys listen to that. I don't know why I forgot that I drew a blank for some reason. But yeah, make sure you guys <laughs> listen Good. to Brad Stank's new album. Make sure you comment who you guys want to see on the next episode of the Shane Anigans podcast. Um, yeah, and I will see you all next time.